Joining me on the Colchester podcast today is Mark, who runs Clark Barbers. Now, for those of you that don't know Clark Barbers, it was previously News Barbers. It's based on St. John Street, which is opposite Colchester's famous steak restaurant, at Bella Pay. Mark, thanks for your time. You are welcome. Now, thanks for being my first customer on my return. Well, you're, you're very, very welcome, and it's desperate, desperately needed. And this is the first podcast that I've done live, uh, as in actually in person, as opposed to remotely over the internet. And uh, certainly the first one ever done whilst having a haircut. So the first question I've got to ask you is, having, having had several dodgy DIY hair shaves over the past few months, how bad is my hair? Not bad. I have seen a lot, lot worse. So I think you've you've done okay. There was no gaps, no holes. I think so the, the very first you might one, have a future. The, the, well, <laughs> it's, always, it's always good to have a backup career. Yes, yeah. The, um, the the first lockdown, my wife, uh, my wife kindly did it. She'd never used clippers or um, shaves before, and she, she managed to, to go far too high at the back. So you you, you get that very very light coloured skin that's yes. never never doesn't yes. never usually sees the light of day. And a lot of people with clippers don't realise that the grade is actually, that's what they do, they grade the yes. of the hair, and they get all excited and get home and plug them in, and then whiz it up the back and think, oh my god, I have a tram line. <laughs> so how does it feel to be open again? Really good, really good. Um, I mean, the, the three months off was okay, in a way. You know, you kind of think, I've worked all my life, so I think, oh, this is, you know, I can do lots of different things, and, and in reality, I didn't. Because you kind of think, I should be at work today, what am I going to do today? And, but no, to come back was good, I think. Um, and I think hopefully this will be it now. I don't think there will be hopefully any more lockdowns. Gosh, we're all praying, that's yeah. right. The, I mean, I've had my first vaccination and brilliant. lots of other people have. So I think, you know, this is the, the way out for us all and get back to some sort of normality. Yeah, very much so. so, so how, you mentioned a bit, so how how's the past three months been for you? both professionally and personally, because lockdown um, means there's not there's not all that much you can do. That, that That's the thing. I mean, I'm in a lucky position that, because I'm older, I've got less debt, I suppose. My mortgage is smaller. So financially, and I had some savings, so financially I was okay. But I have to say the government, I, I feel, have really looked after the self-employed people. Um, I've got no no um, problems at all there. I think we, we were looked after. When you work, five days a week since I've left school, and then all of a sudden it's like, right, you're not going to work anymore. There was no, like, you know, if you're coming up to retirement, you probably sort your life out and think, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But this was just like, no, actually, you're not gonna do anything. You're gonna stay indoors, you can go out, you know, for an hour a day, and that's hard. And I'm not a fan of daytime TV, to be honest. Yeah, you and me both are. Oh, uh, so it, I mean, there were days when I did, I can understand it affecting people's mental health, because. There were days when I sat there and just thought, well, what the hell am I going to do to it? You know, and I think you have to really sort of pull yourself up and think, right, let's do this, let's do that. Because um, it would be very, very easy to just sit and stare at the wall. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is like more... And also, some things that you, you could do is your own state of mind. I think, I don't want to do that. Yes, you know, exactly. I just really don't want to do that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, some days was good. Some days I've, I've been having a new kitchen fitted. So that that's took up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, Lots of painting and decorating. Yeah, yeah, so there was that kind of thing going on. But no, I, I'm pleased to be back. So you, you're, you've obviously moved relatively recently mm. into these new premises. It, it must have been quite a shock to be sort of opened, established, and, and then all of this to, to come along. Oh God, yeah. Well, we opened in the beginning of September and things were really, obviously building the business up, getting good. 
And then come March, it was right, that's yeah. it, shut down. But I have to say, our customers have been really loyal, really good. Um, and yeah, as soon as we reopened again, they've, they've come back. Yeah. I think that's the worry. You always think, oh, what are people going to do? We're going to lose them and all this kind of thing. But I suppose all the barbers, all the hairdressers were all in the same boat. None of us could work. So it yes. wasn't like yeah. people, unless, unless some barbers or hairdressers might have been going around the houses, I don't know. But people are all in the same boat. So we, we've been well supported, which is really good. So so in terms of the sort of town centre conscious, you've got rents and you know, they had a business rate freeze and you were able to access some grants, which yes. just, just helped, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's tough, it's a tough, tough times. And I, I think yeah. it's... Um, I mean, we're really lucky here because it is such a small unit. The rent is reasonable. So we, we, we haven't got huge outgoings for this place. Um, and because I'm in partnership with Claire, um, Everything's down the middle, so that kind yeah. of halves it again. So, and as I say, the government have given grants and things which have re- has, has helped. Well, it's been a lifeline, it's, it's kept us open. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it, yeah, it's been hard. But I think, you know, the other, the, the other side of it is in the lockdown, you had nothing to spend money on. Apart from Amazon, it seems. I think you see Amazon, Amazon vans around everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. And I sort of complete. I understand it because there are some things people still need, and you know, with Prime or whatever, you can get it get it the next day. So, so what's all about the next few days? So you've got reopening. How how busy are you? Incredibly busy. So today you're my first customer at seven a.m. and my last customer is at five forty-five this evening. No gaps in between. Working right through. Um, and it's the same all week. And I'll be working, both me and Claire will be working Sunday as well. So we're going to do a seven day wow. week this week just to catch up with everyone. Because it is that thing, people are desperate for a haircut. Yeah. And we're not really good at saying no. It's like when people have waited for you for three months, you go, oh, I need it done too. Okay, I'll just tag you on the end of the day. So are you expecting to see some pretty long mops? Oh, God, yeah. Well, long mops and also home haircuts. Yeah. But I like a challenge. Some repair jobs. Some, yeah, you're not wrong. Brilliant. So what, what's your experience so far in terms of what, what's, what do people most commonly ask for as their haircut here? Um, what's, the, I, what's the Colchester style? Is there one? Well, I think for the youngsters, it's just very much this fade, you know, this kind of bald up into a bit of hair. They say fades are in and they've been in for a long time and it's kind of, you kind of think, I wish they'd move on from that now. Personally, I think the mullet's going to come back. You do. The pat, well, you know, the, 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 pat, the pat shot. <laughs> Everything goes round, doesn't it? And I keep thinking... Yeah, the mullet hasn't come. You've seen a few that have kind of bordered on it, but um, so yeah, that could come back. But I think uh, this shop, both me and Claire, and our age, we do a lot of say um, business people, um, office workers. So haircuts are we we don't do tons of really. Um, outrageous haircuts. Yeah, okay. we can. Yeah, you yeah. know, if you want them, we can do them. So you you, you do lots of the sort of smart professional trips. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Now you you've relatively recently invested in the town centre. What's um, what? Why the town centre as opposed to outside? Uh, well, ours was because the shop come up for rent, and yeah, I parked my car near it, saw it, and thought, wow, that's a really good little unit. Price, it is. It's, price a, it's a great location. Yeah. And, and I think this part of town um, is, is great. It's a really busy thoroughfare. You've got the bus stop, got the car park. Um, so being out of town wouldn't have been, I, I don't know, I think sometimes with retail and, and it's good to be in the town because that's where people are into. Like at the weekends, people like shopping, don't they? It's, it's, it's a pastime hobby. 
They do, and I suppose you're you're a bit different to sort of other barbers if you like in that it's more of a destination because you've got loyal customers. Yes, it's yeah. not a oh I'm just, I, I need a haircut. Let's just go in and absolutely and get one somewhere. I do I do think that that's where the town um, is going to find it hard. You know, places like Tolgate and Stanway. You know, because they offer the free parking and there's these huge car parks and it's it's easy. And so I, I get that people would think, oh, I'll, I'll just go there then. Yes. Um, I think I think coming into town and, you know, you're having to pay for parking. And, and that's why it's so great coming back and seeing two new businesses open down this street. Because early, or last year, we had about, I think, four empty units. And me and Claire thought we were going to be the only shop down yeah. here. You know, the tumble we blowing down. It's but certainly luckily, brilliant to see, isn't Yeah. It? So I think to have stuff opening. And that, that shows confidence in people to open up businesses. It I, does, I think that's yeah. a really good thing. And I think it's a mixture. I think there are some people I've heard of that have uh, saved some money over lockdown and have thought, do you know what, I'm going to fulfil my dream now and open, yes. open yeah. a business. And there are others who are sadly made redundant or saw a big drop in income and thought, do you know what, now's the right time to... Yeah. Try something of my own. I think you're right. I think it, it, it made people really look at their lives and think, and perhaps it was the time for that change and doing something different. Yeah, I, I think so too. So I've got to ask you this question. It's a bit of a random one, but okay. people always say to me, uh, oh, the town is just full of Turkish barbers and charity shops. Yeah. Now, parking the charity shops for a minute, <laughs> what, what do you think of all the Turkish barbers that pop up? Seem to be everywhere. They are everywhere. Town centre and out of town. Yes. Yeah. Which, why is that? It's, it, I, I suppose, you know, Colchester's a growing town. So there's yeah. lots of people, lots of people need haircuts. But it is the same, I think, my dad lives down in Leon Sea. It's the same down there. There are lots of Turkish. And from what I understand, I mean, I was speaking to one guy and saying about Turkish barbers, and he said, well, we're not Turkish, we're Kurds. Yes, yeah. So, uh, so I don't know if they've caught on to this thing. Perhaps, I don't know, in the 80s, people went on holiday to Turkey and had these, oh, this is good, you know, with the flames and a whole different style of yeah, cutting yeah. hair and they've sort of cotton on to this but that that's where I think barbering and hairdressing is a it, it's sad in a way because I think by opening so many shops and because it's not regulated has cheapened the profession um, I mean any you know like a, a dentist or a doctor you have to be registered you, have, yes, you can't just yeah. open one up and I think you know apart from anything else not so much with barbering but hairdressing it You've got chemicals. It could be extremely dangerous. So to someone just say, "Oh, I'm going to open a shop," and, yeah, I know what you, you mean. You know, so that that you know, and I think when when I trained, my parents, I I did a three year apprenticeship. My parents paid, and I went on call. And then you see these shops opening, and the guy says, "Oh yeah, well my cousin owned the kebab shop," and, and you kind of think, and, and that's not all of them, I'm sure, but you do hear and see, and you think, "Hang on a minute, you make my back <laughs> the other day. How does that work then?" Oh, no, I think I think there's certainly some truth to that. I know a, a friend of mine who runs one also runs um, a, a kebab shop too, and and his yeah. his cousin owns a, owns another yeah. barber's, and it's a I I, I actually they they're, they're very good at what they do, and as you yes. say, it's it's theatre, it's fire in the ears, yes, and it's all of that. It's very much clipper work. I yes, think when it comes it's a, to scissors. Yeah. It's, it's You're a right. It's thing. lots of clipper, and the the only criticism if I have one is that they. Um, you, you you never quite get a consistent cut. It's 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 different every single time you've yeah, been. But yeah. it is an experience, and I can see why I can see yeah. why. Uh, and and, and, and at the end of the day, if if they've got people going in there and they're busy, there's a need for there's them. a reason for it. You know, yeah, they, exactly. Well, you know, um, well, I always say that to people when they ask about, oh, do we need another restaurant? I say, well, business people don't, don't throw money uh, against the wall for and they, that there's going to be a dead loss. They they open because there's a market for it. And Absolutely. if there isn't a market for it, they wouldn't And they won't survive. That is exactly. Mark, um, what future do you see for the town centre? What future? I think we need a really... Oh, 
progressive, open-minded councillors, and I don't know who the councillors are, but I just think we need people that will really turn it, turn it around and, 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 and perhaps be a little bit adventurous. And it's got a lot of potential. It's got so much potential, and, and I think just to, you, you can't just plod on now. You, you, you've got to be diverse and, and just create something where people want to come to. That, that's the thing, it's, you've got to get people that want to come into the town. Because without the people, it, it's finished. Yeah. So, you know, make it, make it a destination place. And you know, we've got this. I know you, you, you've commented on it in the past. Like, you know, our, our Roman heritage. You know, make use of it. I, I think it's York. Don't, don't they, they make this yeah, huge thing? Yeah. York. Any Lincoln. kind of people we've got. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's um, town centres are more than just haircuts and shopping. You've got. You've got to. Give a reason. Give people a reason to He's, come it's, in. It's, and, and you know, if, and if people are paying to park, yeah, and that's the other thing. So you make it. They want an experience. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I don't think just doing a, a a square with a couple of chairs in, is is enough. You know. Um, yeah. But saying that, I, you know, you can be very negative about it, but then when you do walk around the town, there's, you know, like the, the co-op building has all been refurbished, and it, it really looks It does look really good, doesn't it? Really good. Yeah, you're right. So I think, you know, it, things do happen. Yeah, I think that's right, and I think, you know, people are going to need... I think the next few days, I think people are going to race into town because there's all the things they've missed that they'll be desperate absolutely, to get into. Absolutely. But I think there's some others that are just going to need some... some confidence building that actually it is safe and you can come into town and yeah. people are wearing masks and I just hope the um the restaurants and the pubs a lot of them you know they survive and once they reopen it brings people back in and I think it will I think people are chomping at the bit to go and get a uh, go and get a pint and have a meal out which isn't that doesn't happen today does it or is it outside it's outside from outside, outside from today yeah mon Monday the 12th so I think there was a slight snow flurry last night. Was there there. was. was like, oh, yeah. that's going to help. Yes, yeah, I did outside. I didn't hear any in Colchester, but I'm told across <laughs> the country there were a few pubs that opened uh, up in the early hours of the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I suspect there'll be quite a few people going out and enjoying a pint, mm. pint think, this evening. And going back to the high street, I, I, I personally feel, you know, it's all about money, isn't it? You know, landlords want their rent, this, that and the other. And I think there's so many... Especially people that come in here, there's so many talented people out there that are jewellery makers or artists that they, they, they can't show their wares off particularly. And I think if you, you know, somebody, if Debenhams does close and, you know, that's a huge space, wouldn't it be great to have small little individual yeah. Yeah. units in there where people can, I don't know, pay a, a minimal rent of something like £50 a week or whatever. And then they can, you know, and I think that would attract people and people like craft fairs and things like that. And I think that'd be something really different. When you go, well, I travel quite a bit, and when I go to Europe, they seem to do that really well, these They do. In the markets, yeah. they're really vibrant, and they make you want to go to them. And, and it's, it's, all, it's almost like a conveyor belt, because the successful ones then go upgrade to shops, and then it's, get bigger exactly, and bigger. Exactly. Uh, and others stay small, and it's more of a lifestyle business, and that's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's very different, and you, you you do see it in some in some towns. They're starting to cotton onto that. I, I wonder what with um, more people working from home now, whether we'll see far more people living and working in towns, and also you know, little business incubator units setting set up and yes, co-working yeah. spaces. So hopefully the town centre will be as busy as ever. Well, I think that's where the town centres will change. Because I think I don't know if the the law has changed that you can change 
into um, residential yes, housing. Yeah. So, so that, that's going to make more of a mix, which I think, once again, I think in Europe that, that, that's quite a lot. They, they have people living in the towns, which... Yeah, well, well you, you've got all these shops that used to have to have all these upstairs full of stock. Absolutely. Now with these EPOS systems that you can order next day, you don't Absolutely. need it now. Absolutely. So a lot of them are converting the upstairs into residential. And you know, although some people moan about it, I, I think, do you know what? It's, you breathe life into a town centre by putting people into it. Absolutely. And it, if yeah. someone's in town, well, it's no surprise they're going to shop in town, they're going to get their hair cut in town, they're going to eat in town, they're going to drink in town, they're going to spend their money in town. Yeah. That, that, that's absolutely right. So how do you see the town? Do you see it surviving? And I do, and I, I think it's got enormous potential. And you know, like, like you, I, I, I kind of wish sometimes that the council would have a bit more vision and see the potential and, and invest in it and yeah. work with yes. businesses more. Yeah. I don't think there's, there's enough communication and yeah. listening to businesses and what they're saying, because you're, you're the people that, that are driving people into town to come and spend money and, and you get things done yeah. um, and I think they, they listen to some of the big players uh, but but some of the smaller players don't necessarily have a voice yes. and I think they should I think they should um, because they're, they're, they're the shops that people do come into town specifically Absolutely. for what you know whether it's a haircut or it's a butcher's you know or it's a, a, a you know particular coffee house that people love Pe people people do tend to want to have um, they know what they like and they're happy to spend money on it. Yeah. And I, th I think I notice when I've been to other places in the UK, whatever high street you go to, they're all pretty much the same. It's all the big boys. Yes. It's always the Debenhams, the Greggs. And, and so if you've got an artisan bakery, or you know, it's like, wow, this is yeah. really special. And I, think, I, I just think that's what, I think a lot more people would have the confidence to do it if it wasn't such a huge payout expenditure, you know, because that frightens people. Especially yeah. in today's world, you know, you, you don't know what's around the corner. So, well, I, and I think a lot of people forget that that actually starting a business is huge risk. Yes. And people are people are taking a massive risk. And you can have good years, you can have bad years, you can have years where you'll take money out of the business because you've you've done well, and you'll have years where sadly things haven't gone so well. You've got to put some money back in. Absolutely. Um, and and you have huge liability, you know, taking on staff and you know, em, employing people, which comes with challenges too. Yes. It's um. But that's what we need. We need more risk takers yeah. and more entrepreneurs and people who are willing to to take it. Um, and that and that's what it's not just town centres, but it's business in general. But town centres in particular thrive on it um, because they then drive the rents and the rates and the, rent, the rents then drive people's pension funds. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I you know I'm, I'm not naive. I realise landlords. You know everyone's out to make money. They've got to cover their costs and what have you. But sometimes you do see these units. Um, we thought we might have to leave this unit and was looking and. Some of them, it's just like, wow, if, you know, to take on that shop for two of us cutting hair all day. Yes. You yeah. know, you're working out and you think, well, we'd just be working to pay the rent. That, yeah. That's not the idea of business. <laughs> you know, exactly. Just, so, um, yeah. And you've got to have some contingency just in case something, something goes wrong. Absolutely. And, you know, haven't we seen over the course of the past year that things can sadly, God, out of the blue and with no or very little warning, um, go, go very, very wrong and be, people... Yeah, people up. I mean, unprecedented, really, that so many businesses have had to close. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just tragic for so many people. Um, yeah, scary. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be hard. I mean, you know, this, this profession is, every time there's been a lockdown and we've come back, it's been like Christmas week. We've had a really, really busy, it just creates, it creates a lot of work for a couple of weeks. Then it kind of, you know, settles down again. But it's that thing, isn't it? People are always in haircuts. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, but you see people walking around with some very sort of long cuts. I, 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 watched, I was watching the news yesterday and I saw um, Sir John Major. And and he's he's got quite a mop. I mean, and I've never oh, and he's he's always he's he's had a bit of a mullet, dare I say. Yes. But he's he's always been so, so someone I've sort of looked at and thought he always looks his hair has always looked the same. Yes. Um, so to see somebody who hasn't had a haircut for three four months, it's. Um, and I did read that apprentice offered Boris a haircut. Really? Yeah. It was some lad. I think it was in Norwich, but he's training and he saw Boris when he did one of his. Um, TV appearances and said, oh, I think you need a haircut. I'm willing to come and practice. And But he said, no thanks. He was more looking forward to having a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he has one. He, he, he does have a haircut this week because it's quite a mop at the moment. So are you, are you at the moment going to Westminster working or are you so it's, just... Yeah, so it's a bit, it's, so Parliament is sitting, so it's sitting again from this week. Um, and it, it has done over the past few weeks, apart from obviously Easter. Um, but I, I've had to tend to go in maybe a day a week, sometimes two days a week. Right. Um, we, we can do a lot of things remotely, but sometimes it's quite short notice whether we do have to go in to respond to any questions or yeah. uh, something at the department. But it's it's very it's very it's eerily quiet there at the moment. I bet. Funny enough, me and Claire went up. To London in between the lockdowns and oh it's strange it's really strange getting out of Liverpool Street and it was like it was this kind of deathly quiet and usually in London with, with busy, you always hear sirens it was just so so quiet yeah and there's usually usually even when you know at the weekend when the, there's very few sort of business people about it you still have the tourists and everything else and, and you don't have that at the moment but it's it's also very strange in the House of Commons chamber because there's there's only a handful of people allowed in there at any one time, and most people are taking part remotely. So there's very little atmosphere in there. So right. it's, yeah, yeah. it's a very very different different environment. See, and I suppose this is why you know they were saying about or Boris was saying about people going back to work. You know, I think by the lockdowns, a lot of businesses have realised yes, their their staff can work from home, but what happens to all these shops? You know, if, if London this hub of Coffee shops and yeah. you know sandwich shops. You just think, oh, well, you you wonder, don't you, whether it's going to shift to town centres. So I wonder actually whether you know places places like Colchester will benefit because people will be they'll be here, but they'll be wanting their coffee. Or you know that that lawyer who works in London who used to get his hair cut in the city yeah. might think, no, actually, I'm going to go to Clark's now because I'm I'm based in Colchester three or four days a week. Yeah, which we have found, um, whereas. Traditionally, Saturday has always been a really, really busy day, and, and, and it still is. But you do find a lot of guys now working from home, they'll come get a haircut in their lunch yeah. hour. I think yes. they'll um, yeah. make use of their time. So, yeah, I think, I think it is going to change. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so too. And we're, we're probably really seeing a sort of societal shift that would have happened over 20, 30 years happen, right. happen within the course of sort of two years. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it was the direction of travel anyway. I think, yes, you're right. I think it was. But it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see how things change, and I'm hearing more and more people who's, who their businesses are, are sort of thinking, well, actually, do we need these big London offices open seven, five, six, seven days a week? We don't, you know, we we still want people to come in, but not as much as. as Someone was saying this hair I was cutting about towns create, and I don't know if this is something that is on the table, creating like these hubs, so people work from home. But if you want to have. Um, Social interaction and yeah. uh, you know, so you just have these hot seats. You go into this building. It makes a, it makes a lot of sense. That kind of makes sense because it does. Where there's a meeting room, you can hire oh, if yeah. you need a private yeah. conversation. Or 
because yeah. you imagine being at home on your own all day could be pretty, pretty yeah. grim. So to get out and do your work and just be out with other humans. And just, and for some people, it's just not feasible either. So yeah. there are people who work with them. Um, for example, if you if you've just finished university and you've um, you're living with your parents and you've probably only got your bedroom, then yes, that's yeah. not that's not really, not an easy place to to work. You know, just sitting with your um, laptop on your breakfast bar all day. Well, I'm probably not all that great for your back either. Really, it's one thing I found coming back to work after the lockdown is, um, I suppose doing it all the time you get used to it, but having so many months, weeks off, and kind of go, oh my God, my back at the end of the day. <laughs> I bet. It kind of like, yeah, your body has to get back into this rhythm of work. Yeah, very, very much so. Well, I've, I've, over the next um, sort of few hours, I'm hoping to visit as many of the businesses reopening across town as possible. Um, Mark, I hope I hope the next few days are very successful, and I'm really sure they will hope, be. Really hope that, um, and I'm confident to some extent that actually we're we're going to be on a far better trajectory now. And the future is quite bright. Um, I think so. I hope so. And I think people are very um, enterprising. People change to what is needed. So I think yes, the high street is going to change, but hopefully in a good way. Yeah, I think I think so too. Well, Mark, thank you for your time. Much you appreciate. are very thank welcome. You. Thank you also for the haircut. And would you like any wax? Or? I, I, I think I'll, I'll leave it as, as it is, au naturel. But, um, okay. Je- it looks brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Look at that. Brilliant. And it wasn't a bad attempt, All your clear home attempt. haircut. You're, you're, you're very kind, <laughs> but I think I'll stick to the professionals going forward. <laughs>